Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5, these are God's words. The older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word, in which we hear about something that must be very important, because the apostle says that if these instructions are not followed, the word of God is going to be blasphemed. And this is a dreadful thing indeed. And yet it is something that as we um, consider the verses here, uh, we must conclude with grief that the word of God has often been blasphemed and is much blasphemed even in our own day. If we we don't have or won't take the time now to study first and second and third wave feminism, but all three of them have been opposed uh, to the portrait of a woman uh, that is given here that Titus is to command to exhort the older women of the congregation in Crete to be and the younger women of the congregation in Crete to be. Just as he had with the men and the older men in particular who themselves, although they are elderly rather than elders, uh, yet they, similar to the elders, are an example to the rest of the congregation. Uh, And so he began with the older men in verse 2. So now he turns uh, to the women and addresses the older ones first. Uh, And he instructs that they be uh, reverent in their behavior. Uh, The word reverent here is built off of the word for priest. It's not the same word uh, that has been used for reverent in a number of these lists, in First and Second Timothy and Titus. Uh, it refers to how the priest was always uh, reminding himself of the importance of his role and the importance of remaining holy. Uh, he would be very careful uh, never to come near anything uh, that was unclean. He would remember that uh, that his hands are going to be uh, needed for the service of the church, for the offering of the sacrifices in the case uh, of the priest. Uh, and so an older woman is to consider herself devoted to the good of the church as if she were a priest. Now, this isn't necessarily a widow, uh, but uh, even uh, perhaps in uh, in her and her husband's old age, if the Lord has uh, has uh, spared a husband to her, uh, he is no longer uh, working and needing for her to keep up a support of uh, his vocation. The children are grown and gone. Um, you know the season of the the helping of her husband and obeying of her husband and the taking care of her children, taking all of her time, that season has passed. But still, all of her time is to be devoted unto God and devoted unto God for the good of his church, like a priest who considered himself and all of his time uh, 
to be devoted unto God for the good of God's church. And so there's that mindset uh, that is built off of the word priest uh, here and translated uh, in our version, reverent. Uh, so she must be uh, uh, reverent or priestly, if we will, uh, but not saying that she's ordained to office or anything like that. Uh, reverent or priestly, consecrated, devoted in her behavior. There are two things that if she is not careful and consecrated and devoted that she is in danger of falling into. Uh, one is becoming a devil. Uh, that's the word that is behind the word slanderer here. Yes, it means an opponent and uh, an accuser, uh, but the fact that it uh, is from the word for devil reminds us of the great harm that is done uh, by a woman whose lips are loose. She is in danger, not having as many duties now in this season of life, uh, of going around and letting things slip here and there uh, into conversation, letting things slip into the conversation that are uh, negative about others or that's private in information and causing uh, whether it's a low opinion of someone else or strife to ar- arise in between parties or uh, envy or jealousy uh, or um, frustration or bitterness. Being uncareful uh, of our speech can cause so much discord uh, and so much harm, just as the devil loves to sow discord and strife uh, to harm the church. Uh, well, an older woman who is not being careful of her conversation and consecrated, devoting her conversation unto God for the good of the church is in danger of unintentionally even, unknowingly even, or maybe intentionally, God have mercy, becoming as a devil, uh, someone whose carelessness of conversation passes around uh, information that should not be spread or even falsehoods uh, altogether. Uh, And so she is to be priestly consecrated unto God for the good of the church in her behavior. Very careful that uh, of her conversation and also careful not to live for pleasure. Here it says uh, not given to much wine. It's not the same word as given to much wine. Like we saw, for instance, the officer qualifications in 1 Timothy 3. Here it's the word for slave, not a slave uh, of much wine. And it's a reminder that uh, that pl- living for pleasure enslaves someone to whatever that pleasure is uh, for which they live. And alcohol in particular, because of the way uh, that uh, abusing it uh, wastes time, you become uh, useless for service, uh, it uh, lowers your guard, permits uh, much more of that remaining fleshliness to be expressed than uh, than otherwise would, uh, and it can be very addictive uh, as well. Uh, and so alcohol, which uh, can be a right and good pleasure, uh, it is a, a profitable servant in many ways from the Lord, but it makes a terrible, horrible master, and it can so easily go from being one to the other. Uh, and any pleasure in life can be uh, can be similar in that regard. Remember First Timothy 5, talking about uh, the true widow in uh, in particular. Uh, one of the danger for an older woman or for a widow is that she would live in pleasure 
And you remember the apostle there said, the one who lives for pleasure or lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. It would be better for her and for others if she had been dead. Uh, isn't that a dreadful thing uh, to consider? That there is a way of living that God says about it, it would be better if we had been dead. It would have been better for us if we had been dead. It would have been better for others if uh, if we had been dead. Dead uh, while she lives. And so they are to be consecrated and devoted to God for the good of the church, uh, careful uh, of what comes out of their lips, that not only it would only be that which uh, is beneficial and helpful to others and uh, beneficial and helpful to the church and careful not to live for pleasure. Uh, and this makes them, by their conduct, by their conversation, by their priorities, teachers of good things. Notice teachers of good things here, again, is something that they are. Uh, and uh, I know that this is a, you know, verses 3 and 4 become a proof text for having like women's ministries led by women and women's classes, things that the Bible never envisioned. And certainly is not the case here. How do we know? Because this is something that is required of every older woman. If this was talking about women teaching classes in the church, or women becoming teachers of women in the church, every single woman, every single older woman in the church then, would be required to be a teacher of these classes. No, they are required to live the sort of life that teaches the younger woman. Uh, and uh, the that at the beginning of verse uh, verse four is better translated so that they admonish the young women to love their husbands. And so you have an older woman who has gone through the season of the husband and his calling, the the household, uh, you know, she being the mistress of the house where he is the master. Uh, of the house and she having to oversee so many things in complement to and uh, and support of uh, his overseeing things that season has passed her bearing and rearing the children has passed uh, and here she is with all of the time that she has still devoted cons- consecrated to God for the good of his church and the younger women see and they think oh this desire for living for myself and living for pleasure and and not having to serve so much, this looking forward to retirement that is the American dream, but the Bible's nightmare, this is wrong. That's from my flesh because I'm devoted to a certain type of service now in this season of my life and calling before God, and I am to be devoted to another sort of service, but still devoted to service. Uh, in the latter season. In addition, the uh, the older women have gone through that season. They are evidence uh, that God's grace sustained them and God's grace will sustain also the younger women. Uh, and so their conduct, their behavior, their character becomes an admonishment to the young women. Uh, what are the young women uh, to be? And it's to be, not to do, although it looks like to do in our English version, where it says to love their husbands and to love their children. It, it's actually nouns uh, that the young women 
be husband lovers, that the young women be children lovers, that not only is it something that they do, do you love your husband? Oh, yeah, I love my husband. And do you love your children? Oh, yeah, I love my children. I love them dearly. But that the loving of their husband and the loving of their children, the service of their husband, the service of their children, be so much of their work that it can be described as their identity. Yeah, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a housewife. Or even worse, I'm just a housewife. No, what do you do? You know, it's not so much what I do, it's who I am. God has called me to be a husband lover. God has called me to be my children, uh, my children's lover, a, a child lover. Uh, and so uh, the, uh, the picture starts to crystallize of the older women in verse 3 being uh, of this priestess sort of mindset, that they are consecrated, devoted unto God for the good of the church, even in their internal conduct of uh, of what they live for, not living for pleasure, and even in how they use their lips, the devoted lips, only the, that which brings praise unto God and which does good out of the unto the church coming out of their mouths. Uh, that's what they are. Uh, and the younger women, this is what they are, lovers of their husbands, lovers uh, of their children. Uh, and then in their conduct, uh, that they would be uh, discreet, sober-minded, self-controlled, the idea is they have sound doctrine that uh, shapes their priorities, that shapes their choices, that instructs how they do the things that they uh, that they choose to prioritize, uh, and they are controlled by theology. They are controlled by the Bible. They are controlled as it, thus by the Holy Spirit, who is conforming them to Christ. Chaste. That means they are pure. They don't <laughs> allow. Uh, any uncleanness uh, in their life, anything that would distract from, divert from, mess up uh, their ability to serve their husband or to serve their children, to love their husband, to uh, to love their children. They are homemakers, and it's uh, a word for work and a word for home, and it's just mashed together. Uh, they are workers at home. The The home is their masterpiece, their magnum opus. They are, uh, they are, uh, devoted to it, uh, and not just for beauty or for efficiency, uh, but for good. They are good. And the, the word here, yes, meaning morally upright, but, uh, perhaps even more than that, beneficial, seeking to benefit their, their husband, seeking to benefit their children seeking to benefit the church, seeking to benefit uh, even strangers by hospitality and obedient to their husbands, subject, subject to their husbands, submissive, submitted to their husbands. Uh, something that, of course, uh, rubs the flesh the wrong way uh, and is uh, we live in such an anti-biblical age of that is so hostile uh, to... God's design for the for marriage and for the home that these words are very offensive to many uh, but this is what they ought to be and all of these things again that the word of God may not be blasphemed what a horrible thing it would be uh, to hear the word of God read the word of God claim to believe the word of God and then to live 
just like everyone else does, to be a living testimony to the idea that the word of God doesn't make a difference. How dreadful uh, that would be. Uh, and so the, the Bible here places a very high calling on older women and younger women and little girls, Sophia, little girls who need to pay attention in family worship, who need to learn to obey their dad and their mom right away, all the way and cheerfully, who need to learn how to love to serve, and not just because I'm going to get to play later, but because the service honors God and does good to others. Because you need to train so that you can be one of these younger women. And God helping you through many, many years of being one of these younger women with your husband and with your children, then maybe the Lord blessing you with all those years and all that grace, you would be one of these older women who is an example to the younger women that God's grace will do it that his, his grace is powerful and that he is merciful to sustain us in our callings. Well, may the Lord give you, my many daughters, my dear wife, to be able to follow this passage by the help of his Spirit. Let's ask for that help. Our Father in heaven, we do pray that your Holy Spirit uh, would help us, would help us all in character that we have been seeing you call us to, uh, throughout this passage, throughout this book. But we pray especially uh, just now uh, for my wife, and for my daughters, uh, that you would grant to them, O oh Lord, this uh, devoted and consecrated life that rejoices in your design, that rejoices uh, in their calling. Uh, we pray, Lord, that you would grant this not only to our household, but to every household of our congregation. And indeed, O oh Lord, that part of a widespread revival and reformation uh, would be your causing a recovery uh, of biblical womanhood in the churches generally and even in the wider society. Have mercy, O oh Lord. Truly, uh, there are many uh, who live as if your word makes no difference. And we live in a sad and grievous age in which the word of God is therefore, by your own definition here, much blasphemed. Forgive us, O Lord, and grant repentance, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen.